Today you've joined hundreds of established and emerging writers who are discovering ways to reach their writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. You're listening to Ann Croker, Writing Coach. This is episode 162, What Do You Do With Story Ideas? Last week I told my email subscribers I'd love for future content to be inspired by the very issues that trip them up or hold them back. Today, I'm going to spotlight one of the first to respond. I'd mention the person by name, but I didn't ask permission, so I'll leave the writer anonymous. Ready for the first in this series of subscriber-inspired episodes? Here it is. What do you do with the initial ideas once you've got them? This writer continued by saying they're great about coming up with a brief synopsis and sometimes even an outline, but then they get stuck. I never know where to begin. What's the best way to start any story? First, let me address, at a practical level, what to do with those initial ideas. Not every writer generates a lot of motivating, marketable ideas, so if you have more than one, you're sitting on a creative gold mine. Take good care of your ideas, and you'll always have options. Store any and all ideas in a safe place. Ideally, in a system that's designed for easy access, one that supports your project's progress. I suggest setting up a writing pipeline. I've explained this in another episode, in an article. I'll link to that in in the uh, show notes. But I just want to mention briefly that my writing pipeline consists of different folders. and I set them up in Evernote. They're marked Ideas, Drafts, Final Edits, Shipped, Archive. I have two more folders in that same stack. They're not part of the actual pipeline, but they do feed the pipeline, and those are notes and quotes and research. Now, like I said, Evernote has worked well for me, but your writing pipeline folders could easily be set up in Trello, Google Docs, and really any project management app or system that you use. But the point is, be sure you have a place to capture, store, retrieve, and develop your ideas. Let's say an idea comes to you one morning. You capture it in an idea folder where you've stored several other ideas. And later that evening, you review your ideas and you decide to develop that one. An idea needs time to grow and develop. You may want to map out a plot or flesh out a concept. You might make some lists, draw mind maps, jot the main ideas or plot points onto post-it notes, and assemble all that onto a working outline. This is where the writer who posed that question finds him or herself. If we're at the same stage, we're staring at files filled with at least a few ideas in early stages of development with a synopsis and maybe an outline. What now? Well, it's time to pick one of those ideas and write. Not long ago, I waded along the edge of a body of water. Scattered across the hot sand were not shells, but stones. I picked up a few and gazed at them, admiring the lines that kind of cut across one and the soft red hue of another and the smooth feel of a flat gray stone against my fingertips. I showed my selection of stones to a friend. I love stones, she exclaimed, and then she headed out to the water's edge to find her own choice handful. Others in our group did the same, and next thing you know, we were running up to each other, showing off our favorites, admiring the beauty. 
Out of all the stones piled along the edge of the water, we'd all identified our own small selection that pleased us. In the same way I was drawn to one of those stones more than another, and who knows why, I sift through my ideas file now and then and find myself drawn to one of my ideas more than another. And the same can happen to you. You'll read through your ideas and for whatever reason, your mind will ignite just a little more when thinking through that one idea than it does for another. And don't choose one idea over another just because it's further along. I mean, why invest creative effort on a project that's developed but void of energy? If an idea is drawing your interest, if it feels right to you, pick it. Choose the one that grabs you, the one that captivates and fascinates you enough to sustain your interest. If you need to plan or plot it out, sit down and write out a synopsis or map out some chapters as your first step while you're still feeling jazzed about it. And then start writing. Depending on your personality, you might start at the beginning of the story and work your way through the synopsis or the outline as planned, sequentially. And that's a fine approach. Sometimes, though, people get hung up on getting their first line or their first paragraph just right, and they can't move on until they've fiddled with it for days or weeks. Or, worse, they don't even put their first words down because they're afraid it isn't the best place to start. Don't let your concern over the perfect first page keep you from getting started. If you need to skip the first two scenes just to get your characters interacting, Write a scene that unfolds deeper in the book and swing back around later to compose that opening scene. You need a draft. To have a draft, you have to write. And if the initial results feel messy and sprawling, that's fine. You will have succeeded to tell the story you can always edit later. Write small if you have to. Write chapters or scenes. Write paragraphs or just a tiny moment. Even a snapshot. Anne Lamott offers practical advice from bird by bird. Imagine looking at your story through a one-inch picture frame and write only that much of what you see. In a chapter called Short Assignments, she says, All I'm going to do is to describe the main character the first time we meet her, when she first walks out the front door and onto the porch. I am not even going to describe the expression on her face when she first notices the blind dog sitting behind the wheel of her car. Just what I can see through the one-inch picture frame. Just one paragraph describing this woman in the town where I grew up the first time we encounter her. (laughs) That's the best way to start any story. Just start writing, even if it's only a one-inch frame of the first scene of the first chapter. Trick yourself if you must. And say, all I'm going to do is zero in on the smell of burnt toast drifting up to a bedroom from the kitchen. Then help us hear the sound of a closet door opening and slamming shut, the thump of a broom banging against woodwork. Let us feel footsteps on stair treads. Turn the corner and through that one-inch picture frame, show us a sparrow trapped in the screened-in porch, panicked, flapping against the metal screen, screeching like it's on fire. Write about how the broom knocks over a potted ivy and clangs against the dog's metal water bowl while the person wielding it shoes the sparrow out the porch door. No, back up. Just show us the burnt toast. Just write what you can see through the one-inch frame. Write one image, one paragraph, one line at a time. 
The scene will come to life. Your idea will become tangible. You can build on that scene and take it from there. And next time you open that file, it'll be in the drafts folder. Because little by little, scene by scene, you'll be building that story. And it may seem like only a little progress, writing a one-inch frame's worth of content at a time, but it's enough to justify moving that note into that draft folder. After all, you started writing, and that's what you do with story ideas. You pull them out, and you write. If you're a subscriber and you'd like to throw your own question or struggle into the mix, reply to one of the newsletters with your idea. If you're not yet a subscriber, it's easy to sign up. Go to annkroker.com and scroll down the main page to find the newsletter's sign-up form. It's right in the middle. You'll get my welcome message, and the next time I send out a newsletter, it'll land in your inbox. Reply to any of those notes from me with your own question or idea. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm Ann Croker, cheering you on as a writing coach in your ear. Everywhere we may meet, at my website, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, in your inbox, here on this podcast, over at Patreon, or even in person. I'm always looking for ideas to share with you that will help you achieve your writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. Thank you for listening.